Hey everybody, welcome. Steve Wollenhouse here, your host on Anatomy of Success. Glad you joined us this week to be alive with purpose. Make these three things essential. That's the topic this week. So glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back again, everybody. I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse, and this is Anatomy of Success. Joining us for the first time, welcome. So glad you found us. Subscribe to the podcast. For those that have been here before, if you like what we're doing, rate and review the podcast and share with your friends so that we can continue to build our wonderful community here and talk about things that I would like to talk about based on what you tell me you'd like me to talk about. So feel free to submit those ideas. You can find me at weatherology.com slash Steve under about us. You'll find my links to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Hope you follow along and be sure to grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's fantastic. Some new features have been coming on this year. We're getting tremendous reviews and we appreciate your support. It's free. Some great tropical storm content coming on later this summer that will be very beneficial for our international audience. You know, Winston Churchill, like him or not, one of those people in history that I personally resonate with, just a strong, eloquent, poignant individual that intersected into history at a time when a country desperately needed somebody of that caliber to rise up and stand against tyranny. He had a myriad of setbacks in his past, failed in high school three times. He spent his entire professional career running for public office and losing repeatedly. But the guy just kept on getting up and forging forward. I love that. Finally, at age 62, he became Prime Minister of England. And just in time, I would argue, the world really needed real leadership to end tyranny, to stand up against it. And that's exactly what he did. And again, like him or not, doesn't really matter. He served a purpose and he pulled a country together, encouraged them to be strong when confronted with this remarkable adversary. We don't find our purpose, we create it. Winston Churchill is a perfect example of that. I've made this argument for years. There's this idea out there that you got to find your purpose. And it puts so much pressure on people, especially young people, to go find this elusive purpose that is really the product of getting involved in life, rolling up our sleeves, having the courage to try, having the curiosity to experiment, and learning through trial and error. There's nothing wrong with it. And in the process, we discover remarkable things about ourselves. At Harvard Business School, they have trained thousands of well-known leaders and discovered only 20% have a strong sense of purpose. Isn't that extraordinary? Even fewer can articulate what their purpose is in a concrete statement. So folks, if you're struggling with this purpose, passion idea, my point is you're not alone and you should never feel pressure to find your purpose and find your passion and hurry up and do it right out of high school. And if you don't know what you want to study in college, you're a failure. It's a bunch of nonsense. Even fewer can articulate their purpose. Fewer than 20%. See, the statistics don't support this idea that we find our purpose, we find our passion. People that really tap into what their purpose and passion is cultivate it over time. So if you're struggling to embrace your purpose, my point, you are walking in the footsteps of so many remarkable people that preceded you that have struggled with many of the same things I'm sure you're struggling with. So here are three things that can help fine tune our sense of cultivating purpose. (music) 
Creating your purpose starts by exploring what makes you distinct. And we can start by reviewing our life story. We have to look at the core, lifelong strengths, values, passions, those endeavors that bring us joy and energize our soul. So that starts to move in the direction of passion. And we have to remember when we dreamed without any inhibitions, without any restrictions. I talk about this in my book, Anatomy of Success. All of us as young people start out with this great imagination, curiosity. We're exploring the world. Then well-intended parents, teachers step in and unfortunately make that much more convoluted with their direction and their guidance. And don't do that and stay away from that. And that's not practical. And then pretty soon that original energy that coincides with exploration of our world gets replaced with a more rigid and more practical idea of what we're supposed to become. Then the world of all these well-intended people start to form our plans for us. And then we just automatically as young people fall into place and start to move in the direction of where we believe we'll get the most approval. We have to go back and reminisce and remember what it felt like to dream, to believe in our full potential. Purpose is lurking in those passions that naturally invigorate our enthusiasm. Next, adversity. We have to reflect on the most challenging experiences of our life and write down how they help define us, how they help shape us. It's a powerful exercise that can help reveal powerful insight into cultivating our purpose. And the third thing is satisfaction, what I call satisfaction. What things do we do today that satisfy our soul? Whatever that is. And who cares if it's practical or realistic? Doesn't matter. What things do you do that make your soul come alive? What makes you happy? What do you enjoy doing in your life right now that makes you feel alive? Don't fight those natural instincts and gravitate in the direction of, well, that's not practical. That's not the purpose of this exercise. It's just the opposite. We have to get some insight and perspective on work that satisfies our soul. Winston Churchill said this, you must look at facts because they look at you. Here are three misconceptions on purpose that I believe we need to extricate in an effort to get better at cultivating our own purpose. Number one, purpose is something we find. You know, social media loves to celebrate the romantic rendition of success and purpose. Inspirational quotes, motivational messages. However, most people are lost and they lack true passion and purpose. And that's not an indictment, it's a fact as we just discovered from those Harvard statistics. In achieving professional purpose, we need to focus on making work more meaningful, not extracting meaning from our work like many companies do. Purpose is something we build, we create, not find. Almost any work can offer a sense of purpose, whatever it is that we're doing. I know when I was a kid growing up, I bagged groceries. I worked at a strawberry farm. I worked on a big farm. I worked at a grocery store. I worked as a busboy in a restaurant. And you know what? Every single job I did, I did it with a smile on my face. And I knew it was part of my journey. It was necessary. Nobody owed me anything. I had to start from the bottom and work my way up. And I had that realistic perspective of life. And I did it knowing full well that these calluses I was creating would serve me well. 
So I've seen traffic cops dancing in the streets, turning their job into a well-orchestrated symphony of safety and smiles. You've seen it too, probably in videos. Purpose is derived from focusing on what's meaningful and finding meaning in our work requires deliberate action. Number two, purpose is a single thing. And this throws a lot of people off. Many people believe our purpose is a single thing that can be clearly articulated. Some people do have a clear purpose that is obvious and easy to express. However, we should aspire to be more than just one thing that is strongly associated with our work. That's why I advocate what I call my four tenets of equanimity. I'm blessed to love what I do. And for almost 40 years, I have enjoyed the freedom of financial independence independence and ownership of my time. My purpose, it's very clear. And my motivation is etched indelibly on my soul. However, my purpose is a combination of things that happens to include my work. It's not all about my work. So we should strive to have a multiple source of purposes in our life that stimulate inspiration and motivation. Kids, health, all the things we talk about here at Anatomy of Success. That alleviates, by the way, the need to create one thing that accounts for life satisfaction in favor of various things that define our purpose. Easing that pressure makes finding purpose, cultivating purpose, let me say, far more enjoyable. Winston Churchill also said this, you must put your head into the lion's mouth if the performance is to be a success. Next and finally, purpose remains constant. You know, another commonly held misconception about purpose is it's something that endures indefinitely. I started my first company at 21. For over 30 years, I was considered one of the best broadcast meteorologists in the world. I took tremendous satisfaction in that and tremendous satisfaction in my work. I loved what I did. In addition to loving my work, though, I'm also an entrepreneur that gets to run a remarkable company. I'm blessed with professional satisfaction. I started my journey at 21. I avoided a lot of the headaches that drive people to go off and do their own business because they get so disgusted with corporate environments. I avoided all that and did it early. Now, at age 51, I decided to immerse myself in my personal brand, Anatomy of Success, and still serve as CEO of Weatherology. I started podcasting. I wrote a book. I started creating content on social media. Each of those activities was brand new for me. And we all get the opportunity throughout our life to make big, bold decisions and try new things that are consistent with our purpose. And I believe part of my purpose is to give back and do great things that help people like you get to where you want to be in life. Because you know why? If I help you succeed, guess what? Maybe you're that person that starts the next company that employs a great group of people, a diverse, wonderful group of people, gives people an opportunity, and you guys revolutionize the world with great products and services, and you make a difference in this world, make an impact on this world. I mean, come on. Does that not feel like success to me? That's like having a kid that goes off and does remarkable things. That's how I feel about my community. So there's enough for everybody in my world. And I'm not going to be here forever. And I want to leave this place in a better place than how I found it. Evolving and embracing new challenges is part of a purpose that never stops expanding is my point. It's okay to change, folks. And it's okay to embrace new opportunities. It's okay to try new things. Purpose also includes being able to adapt and be highly agile. Winston Churchill said this, I like things to happen, and if they don't happen, I like to make them happen. 
That's what we're doing here. We're making things happen, folks, and I'm glad you're a part of it. And if you're struggling with creating your purpose, that's okay. It's a process. Take a deep breath. Enjoy the journey. So glad you joined us here today on Anatomy of Success. I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Come back again next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.